Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome once again to the Luke Capetta Show. I'm your host, Luke Capetta. As always, or most times, I got my main man, my co-host, the one and only Bad Take Jeff. Nah, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Jeff Fenner. How's, it? How's everybody doing? <laughs> and we 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 had Yag with us, man and every <laughs> man and everything, but he has dial-up internet. And he froze. <laughs> so once again, replacing him is the one and only, the man, the legend, smooth with the ladies, Wiltshire. <laughs> What's up, Luke? It's been a while. What's up, Jeff? And is this a replacement or an upgrade? Well, we have. Well, we actually may have a replacement because she has been now the first three-time guest on the show and actually almost as many shows as Yag, and she does a much better job each time. The one and only Danny Faith Leonard, our favorite person in the world. Hi. I'm, <laughs> I feel really bad to knock someone off the block, but I'm glad that I'm here. We don't feel bad. If you're, if you're on anymore, <laughs> I'm going to start to get nervous. <laughs> you're much better looking than me and Thank probably you. better at this so, uh, wait, oh, wait, oh, yeah, yo, just joined he's here he's Whoa. back he, back back internet he's, problem so fixed. he's back he is stealing uh <laughs> the the internet from his neighbor <laughs> we, got a hard, we got to use Ethernet out here. We're the Ethernet, the Ethernet boys. Yo, Yag, we were just saying that that um Danny might just replace you on the show. Wait, how, how, I, I was not saying that. No, Danny wasn't saying that. We were saying that. I only got scared because it should be better. So I was like, what? <laughs> like, <they'd be> <laughs> All right. Um, Danny, thank you again for coming on. I feel like that we just hit you up all the time to come on. You're uh, so gracious to come on. And uh, you could be doing literally anything else in the world. So the fact that you... Oh, and... Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not now. But the other the other couple times, no, definitely. Could. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, uh, well, I don't know if I'm going to release the video because I haven't been doing video. But you're in your apartment. You're in quarantine. Uh, how are you holding up through all this? You're healthy, first of all. Correct? I'm, I'm healthy. And my whole family is healthy. Good. Uh, I'm actually... Right now, I'm in my mother's apartment. That's why oh, I'm okay. so sophisticated. But... I was going to say... it's. <laughs> I was going to say... I'm like, oh my God. Like I feel like such shit. You're like a yeah, real adult. Yeah, your art game was strong back then. <laughs> yeah. My, my ceilings aren't this high. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm at my mom's apartment. My mom lives in Coney Island. Mm -hmm. And I've been here uh, for a while now. My apartment is in, also in Brooklyn, but in Fort Greene, right. and I live around the corner from Brooklyn Hospital. Right. Don't so be giving out your address. Started and shit. To like... get, like, I know, I know. <laughs> as things started to get more chaotic there, I came down here, right. and um, so I, I've really, I've enjoyed being here. I've enjoyed the the quality family time, and uh, and it's been nice. It's been nice to. Uh, what you'll hear in 15 minutes, the cheering outside. It's been nice to hear that every day. I'm sure that's happening in my neighborhood too, but here, because right. these are such tall apartment buildings, you really, you really hear, hear it. it kind that's of good. We're echoing off of the other building. That's cool. Are they doing that? Are they doing that in Jersey city? Yeah. You hear that? Or Yeah. Yeah. No, they are. I mean, it's not super loud, but it's, it's a solid, solid sound. Yeah. Are you yeah. participating? No. Only because, I mean, 
Only because like because you because Jeff put you in an apartment that overlooks the garbage dump. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 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 Jeff, you're gonna make a great slumlord. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) All right, so man. (laughs) So all right, so Danny, you're not working, right? You're not working right now. No, I mean I have um, the same projects that I was working on. I'm still developing for when they will be allowed to happen and uh and of course i've been doing stuff like this but no not really (laughs) not really working if you are talking about money (laughs) um but you know what honestly it it's been nice to have a pause i think a lot of times with work we kind of end up on a hamster wheel and we don't we don't take that time to take a step back and pause and think about how the things that we're doing can be different or more creative or even better. So I like, I've really enjoyed this time away, but now I'm definitely ready to get back at it, but it's not, the world is not ready for it. Unfortunately. I know. I know. Well, I mean, (laughs) unless you're Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're in Wisconsin today. Yeah. Did I see that right? Did they open up bars today? Everything. They did. Yeah. Everything. Everything, right? Mm-mm. Everything and so the bars were packed, and I was watching that on the news before. And those people looked exactly what I expected them to look like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> really satisfying about that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> drove their house. I saw one picture, and I was like, "Man, that definitely it. It was like a redneck heaven there." Mm-hmm. But hey, whatever, man. I mean, if if God's gonna get rid of anybody, might as well be them. No, I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> nobody co-signed that. I'm just kidding. Well, the ironic thing is, it was a lot of those people that were prepared for doomsday with their shelters and told us how they could be in their house for five years if there was a nuclear attack, and they lasted like one month before they had yeah. to show up at the yeah. Capitol with their guns. Like, <laughs> let me get my hair cut. <laughs> Tired of them cans of beans already? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo, Jeff, what's fun. up with your boys in Michigan, man? Listen, man, the Michigan militia is no joke, um, and they're fucking awful. So, Danny, you know Jeff is originally from Michigan, right? I did not know that. Oh, that's why I we mean, call maybe him. I knew that, but I didn't remember that's it. That's why we call him Motown. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to it's call him Motown. The, the other two times that I was on the show, I was drinking alcohol, and it was a drink that you made me. That's true. This is true. What are you trying that to say? That is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That you're an excellent bartender. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, that was. True. I don't play Michigan anymore, man. I've been out of there almost as long as I lived there. So, two more years, and I'll be a fifty-fifty split, and I'm I'm good. I'm out. The, yeah, man. That's, yo, see what happens when you leave, man. Shit gets all fucked up. Yes, definitely. He, he said that with a tiger shirt on, by the way. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> Not leaving the sports team, just the more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man. That's uh. We we miss the studio. We miss having you in the studio. That would have been that would have been fun. So you're gonna have to come back a uh, definitely come back a fourth time when we all yeah, come back. <laughs> all right. What is going on with your movie? Are you allowed? You want to? I know you mentioned it last time you were on. I've been thinking about it. Um, oh yeah. Uh, well, in January, I went to Cyprus. Right. Uh, which I I think the last time I was on, I was so th- there's a movie that I wrote called Rush Island, and it's a comedy. Yep. It takes place on this fictional island. So I think the last time I was on the show, I was talking about how the the producer that I'm working with 
and I basically kind of went country shopping yep. to figure yep. out where where this would take place. So where I ended up in that journey was in January, we went, we, uh, went to Cyprus and we found these amazing locations and there's a production company there who came on board to uh, finance half the film. So it's a co-production. Mm. And now uh, I, I had a really fun phone call with them yesterday, just talking creatively about how, if their country opens up again, if and when. Right. <laughs> There's a doubt. Not if. <laughs> right. You know something we don't know? Like, yo, should we be more worried? <laughs> with the, you, you got inside information? <laughs> no, they'll open up again. Whether they'll allow right. us there is a different right, right, right. right. You have to film in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, that's, it's not going to look right, but I can film it in Wisconsin <laughs> if I have to. No, and, you know, we've been talking about creatively, like, how do you keep everyone safe? And how do you change things so that um, maybe a scene that was supposed to have a, a group of people, how do you change that to only being a few people, but you're implying that there's a group of people and, right. you know, we'll see when it can happen. It was supposed to shoot this fall, but I, I don't, I don't see a world where that can happen, right, right. <laughs> but that's okay. I, I don't think that it will be a worse project because we waited and it's not something that is so relevant where it's only relevant this year. So I feel like I'm lucky in that way. It's probably going to be even more relevant you know, if it right. if it comes out in two years rather than one year, right? And sometimes taking extra time doesn't hurt. Um, yeah, hurt the hurt the process. It, it stinks. You get to a point where you're like you know looking at locales and stuff like that uh, just to have this happen. But you know, um, we're, we're excited for it. I do got to say this: the last time you talked about this, you were talking about going uh, kind of uh, island shopping. I know uh, I told you we have uh, a, a little bit of a listenership in Australia. Yeah. So, so People gotta... reached out to me on Twitter afterwards. Oh, yeah? <laughs> one, of your, one of your Australian listeners. Yeah. Probably, and, Mar and probably, Ma probably Mars Holligren. He's the big one. We got, I got to tell you guys, Australia, you guys missed out. You got to step, step up your game, man. <laughs> like, you, you try to you try mean, give you an alley -oop. You I don't never want you know to, what's gonna happen. I don't want yeah. you to hammer Cyprus here, but would you if you could do it all over again, would you pick an island that didn't have one point two million people? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I no, I, I really that, by the way, I didn't know that. You, you Googled it. <laughs> I really um I really loved it there. It was beautiful. And after meeting the team there, I hope that it all works out and we get to do it there. They were so lovely and so accommodating and really fun and we laughed so much in one week which is you know we're making a comedy we, we you need to have that kind of fun environment right right i saw the pictures it was uh beautiful out there was that your first time in yeah. that region of the world yeah yeah i had i had never been to cyprus before um and i didn't really know much about the country so <laughs> it was nice it was well, it really fun two million people there. It has 1.2 million people, so that is one more fact than I knew three yeah. months ago. You're not, you're not late or anything with that, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> the food was delicious. Yeah. What 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 did they make over there? I don't. Um, well, I can tell you. 
I'm just kidding. They are, yeah, Google it. <laughs> uh, they are, um, you know, a, a Cyprus is uh, sort of split in half, and there's the, not sort of, it is split in half. There's the Turkish side of it and the Greek side of it. Right. Um, so we were on the Greek side. So it's very similar to the kind of food that you would find in Greece, but okay. maybe with some more uh, like North African influences because that's what it's so close to. Hmm. So delicious. Just just such a good <laughs> such a good week or two. All right. Um... Danny, since you're not working, um, their vice president's position's open. It's vacant. Oh. I gotta apply. So yo, that, yo, how can we do that? <laughs> yo, I'll start Jeff. the campaign. I do have a. I used to be part of a political podcast. Um, <laughs> yo, Jeff, do yes. that, man. Yo, start the campaign. Jeff is the best at when you give him an idea. The, in like two hours, he's got. He's like all in, and he's there has got to you. be an easier position for me. <laughs> oh, vice president. The vice president does nothing. Look what Pence does. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, if Pence could do it, anybody could do it. Yeah, you you all right, man? How's the, the internet hold up? Good. <laughs> Dennis froze. I got a good picture of him. Wait till yeah. you see this shit. Yeah. So, yo, um, first of all, Danny, what internet uh, service do you have? Because we got to get these guys some better uh, internet. You got uh, this <laughs> is Fios. Fios. Yeah. Yo, you got files? Yag? I don't know. No, Yag, yo, Yag's got yeah, like. I live in an apartment with like 400 people on the <laughs> internet all at the same time, disrupting each other's signals. It's also a building that gets no signal for the first place. Yeah. <laughs> yo, too bad, yeah. You don't, yo, too bad you don't know a building a building manager you could talk to get you some, some better internet, Yag. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. Got no help for you, but no. no, Jeff does enough to be fair. So, so. okay. Anyway, he does a lot. I, I don't want to. I can't do this. Thing. All right. Uh, I have so boundaries, what... Lou. I can't. I can't just kill a guy on everything. I have to like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good friend. All right, Danny. What? Uh, what's going on with Big Vision? Anything, uh, uh, we, anything good? Um, uh, we were supposed to have our ten-year anniversary celebration as a company. Oh. Right, that's right. That Congratulations on, on that. That was on May 1st. Thank you. Uh, it was really fun to look through 10 years of photos of uh, 10 years of parties and think <laughs> about all of the really <laughs> good times that we had. Um, but it was nice to, I mean, Alex and I, Alex is my business partner. We own a company mm -hmm. called Big Vision Empty Wallet. I'll give some background. And uh, it's a production Thank company you. that we started 10 years ago on May 1st. And we... Um, so we ended up having like a Zoom and drink wine session, and we uh, spoke about some of our favorite memories together. Uh, we spoke about some of the most important lessons that we learned over 10 years of owning a business, and some right. of them are really funny. Most of them are funny. Yeah. And uh, some of them, I, we ones. were being a little more serious. Uh, yeah, I, I think... Um, we, as we were going through stories, we were talking about all of the times that we worked with people where we had that moment where you find out that this person's a fraud. And oh. usually the thing that they have in common is 
spending money like the kid from Blank Check or Richie Rich, which is the <laughs> same movie that came out the same year. Right. <laughs> and it's why Trump is president. Is what I I'm think. a Richie <laughs> Rich guy. <laughs> That's pretty good. When did you figure out that we were frauds? Um, I haven't figured it out yet. I, but then again, we haven't gone to a restaurant together where you've ordered one of everything on the menu. So, <laughs> oh, that, Listen, that's never going to happen. She was skeptical uh, no. until that dude from Australia hit her, and she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> We're big in Australia. And I was like, I guess they're legit. Um, <laughs> no, there was this one time where... Uh, where we did go with this ma- this man who we were thinking about working with to a restaurant, and he ordered one of everything on the menu, and it's just like you have this moment where you're like, "That's not something that a grown up does." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah. What do you? All right, so Jay Z. Like the people chill. that are doing fraud. Like, what's Jay-Z. their what's the fraud guy's end game? What are they trying to get to? Um. I I don't know. I think oh, we we've dealt with it, we've dealt with it a couple of times. I think that there are especially in entertainment, you meet people who are like fake investors and right. they're really in it for the entertainment experience of it all. Like they just want to act like a person who has a lot of money. Right. And they just want to be they kind of get enjoyment out of that. And then mm. you have to figure out like, oh, okay, you actually don't have any money. <laughs> I'm wasting right. my time. Yo, Can that's I hard a, that's guess that they're all men. Yes. Son of a bitch, <laughs> man. Are. Yo, guys, can we fucking do something right, please, man? You're fucking it up out there for the rest of us. All, the, all white men, also. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> oh, Dennis, you good? <laughs> Wait, no. See, look, because I I gotta say one thing though, because don't tell me you did this, Dennis. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh, all right. I know you're out there you trying know, to impress the ladies. Racial thing. Like you I- know Dragonfly, right? Oh, yeah. So yes. me and He's him, a friend of we ours. worked on this yeah. cartoon like years ago. Right. And we didn't really know what we were doing. We were complete frauds, but but like um, but we were like open about it. Like we didn't right. we weren't like, oh, we're like big producers, we're doing this. Like we just had an idea. We had like a little cartoon we were trying to do, and we were getting voice actors for it. And right. um if if the the vibe we got was that the fact that we had like an idea and we had scripts like they just thought that we like had everything together and we were just totally winging it we had no clue what we were doing <laughs> and and it was just like I, I will say it's it's very intoxicating to have like all these people looking at you like like you're running things right and then even when you're faking it it's just like it's like wow like like I, this is pretty this feels pretty good like people come to you and asking you for direction and asking you for stuff and you're like I have no idea, but like, yeah, you know, let's let's, let's do that. I like this vibe. Let's do this. <laughs> I think it's okay to not know what you're doing because oh, that was good. one of my other. That was one of the other lessons that we learned was that no one knows what they're doing, right? At anything, no exactly. one has any idea. None that's that, so true. Like some, that's a major takeaway that I needed to learn eventually. Yeah, that I don't have to figure it all out because no one really knows. Yeah, no, it's a good thing to not know what you're doing. It's the advice you give people if they get offered a job that's over their head. It's like, take it and figure that shit out (laughs) if you care about it. I did that. I did that 17 years later. I almost got it. (laughs) 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 Yo, we've we've been doing this podcast for like, well, I've been doing this podcast with Jeff now for like 
almost two years, and look, Yag still doesn't know he's got to stay by the fucking mic and shit. Like he's. <laughs> <laughs> so I we're don't all... know if you can hear the cheering out my window right oh. now. There, you no, might not be able to pop some in, Lou. I don't hear, post-production. I don't hear it. Yeah, you'll, Is you'll have to add it later, but there's some this back is super anti Cut this. Add it in. <laughs> Damn. Oh, it's got to be so cool to hear. Is it every night? Every night. Yeah? That's, that's good yeah. shit. It's really nice. Oh, it's getting louder. I don't know. You probably can't hear, hear it. it. It's all... now, now we hear. Yeah, I hear it now. I don't hear shit. Go on. My hearing is bad anyway, though, but... Oh. It was quick. <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. Like, that's... You know what? People are good, man. It's, it's, you know, the people in charge that suck. But shout out to well, everybody. such a small that, percentage of us that suck, but they get all of the, they suck up all the They get all the credit. One <laughs> percent of the people suck and we talk about them nonstop. I mean, I think it's kind yeah. of one totally percent, but yeah. So I don't know. All right, so what uh so what what else do you have are you planning anything new or you or is that just not possible right now? Are you are you like being are you able to be like creative and Yeah, I I've been <laughs> writing a lot, which is right. which is nice because a lot of times I don't give myself the time. I I feel like I've been on a writers retreat or something and that I don't right. have these outside distractions as much. Um so I've I've had enough time to write new creative things. And now that we've been in quarantine for a while, I'm trying to rethink my comedy show, Adult Sex Ed, and yes. figure out how I'm going to do that. Because, you know, now that I know that we're going to be here for a while and we're right. not going to have a live show coming up anytime soon, you know, I'm going to start filming some sketches and things that I can release. Because I think finding things to laugh about during this is so important. And th especially things that we can laugh about together. And a, a lot of the comedy thus far that I've been experiencing has been all coronavirus related. You know, right. people are making jokes about this, but I think it'll be refreshing to talk about something else. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, because my show is centered around sex ed, there's so much to talk about, uh, <laughs> about how this is affecting sex and relationships and people have been sending me great articles of things that I could talk about. Uh, a bunch of people forwarded me this article today uh, that Ikea opened back up in China and they caught this woman masturbating in the bed section. Wow. And so they've had to, good for her. I know good for her. Right. But like, th this is how frustrated people are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can't do that at home. Like, no. I mean, like, <laughs> Find, you're out. <laughs> find somebody. Like <laughs> I know she's finally out, and she's masturbating in IKEA. I, I but, feel like uh, telling her like you got it half right. Like you're almost there. there. Like yeah, I don't know. Go. What else are those blue bags for? <laughs> <laughs> I will say. Oh my you know, god! They always say. Uh, oh shit! There Comedy is. comes out of. Out of tragedy, right? We're, we yeah. should get some really good comedy after this. That's not just COVID related, just for, right. you know, unfortunately, right. a lot of people are going through a really shitty time. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, a lot of that spurs good comedy uh, at all times. And that's something yeah, kind of positive awesome. to look for. Not that we want people to go through shit so they're funnier, uh, but. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's usually the way it goes, though, right? They have to keep from crying. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
That's why I'm so funny. <laughs> I got a whole fucking skeleton full. I got a whole closet full of skeletons. <laughs> um, actually, I just got a. I just got an alert. Ca- caveats uh, having a live show right now on YouTube. They've been doing that. Are you? Are, is that something that you have thought about doing? Yeah, definitely. I I want to. I just I wanted to wait. I wanted to take this in and then figure out what I wanted to put out there because right. if I had done the show a month ago, it would have been sex and coronavirus. And right, now right, I right. am thinking that it's going to be a different show where, I mean, first of all, people need to teach kids sex ed from home now. That's funny. I mean, it was, <sighs> sex ed in school already sucked so much, but yeah. like now this has just created this whole additional layer to it where like, could you imagine having sex ed on Zoom? And, uh, (laughs) and also, um, I, 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 people who, a lot of doctors are offering, uh, telemedicine and, um, you know, doctor's appointments over zoom. Like what does an OBGYN appointment look like over zoom? I, I want to explore this. Yo, you just blew my mind there. I didn't even think, I'm like. What? Like I didn't even think. You better about make that. sure it's been a doctor you've been to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. they're like, "Oh man, what? there's like a spike in OBGYNs now." Like, <laughs> you to do what? Yeah. <laughs> just angle the camera down. A little yeah. bit. What is this, Doctor Dennis? You ain't no doctor. <laughs> you really Yo, you need to work on your blowing up my lighting. spot. <laughs> you work under vaginal lighting. I uh, I can't light. really see this. Well. I can't yeah. see it well enough. <laughs> oh my gosh! Someone's oh. doing that right now. By the way. Combination so- IUD and ring light. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There's gonna be a whole fucking bunch of TikToks about this. Mm. There's certainly someone <laughs> posing to- as a OBGYN right, right. now. As- set, set to music, of course. Yeah. Yeah, like like fucking probably work it or something in the background. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, you good? Yeah, yes, you disappeared. Yeah, yeah you good? All right. You have like a gray filter on, or you just not been outside for that long? I haven't been outside. No. Nah, he's got the background blurred. Oh, yeah. what are you what are you worried we're gonna see? It's not blurred. It's just there's a light oh. right behind me. <laughs> oh, you just have a shitty light. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's a shitty light. Yeah. I don't have a zener. I'm not a gynecologist. I don't have a, I don't have a ring light. Yo, you know, Yag looks like like on a TV when the guy's like dying and he's looking at the light and the angel's telling him, like, come to me. Like, that's... <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because metaphorically, that's the image I'm trying to convey right now. <laughs> You're the first to get it, so congrats. Yo, I gotta be honest. Like, if, if I'm dying and you're the dude I see, I know there's some shit gonna go down. Like, I'm not following you. <laughs> you be fighting to get yourself back, trust me. But, oh, but my you want to stay. No. All right. Enough. I still, but I think this sex head Zoom thing is hysterical, though. I mean, that's gonna be like. You imagine a class of little kids just sitting there, like on their computer, like being like, "This is how you put on a condom," and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> "Like how awkward." Also, because a lot of these kids, it's like they don't necessarily have their own space at home that they're right. sitting in, and cause so, like their siblings are next to them, their parents are walking by in the background. Yeah, <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah. the parents are probably in on it. They're probably like watching along. <laughs> Yo. 
Parents don't want to talk to their kids about sex. I gotta be honest with you. That's a fucking yeah, awkward. Not at all. Yeah, this is actually kind of brought up, Danny. If you're ever gonna do this, um, Lou, Dennis, and myself have young kids right in the age range. If you want to test it out, because I would gladly <laughs> hand that shit over to somebody right now. Yeah. Uh, that kid's well, been around me a lot. And there's a lot of questions coming out. Um, I feel like I'm not. I'm not equipped. Um, <laughs> I'm not more than me. But, uh... <laughs> oh sure, you you want to talk? You want to just talk to adults? <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I if I do um if I do a version of the show, I uh, and I get to interview someone. I want to interview an expert on how people are approaching this at home or how they can approach it at home, because you know it's because sex ed's not regulated in the U.S. and schools don't have to provide it, does this right. mean that they're not going to provide it anymore at all? And that's, then, like, I think yeah, parents... Need, <laughs> I know. Like, I think par and parents need to know what, like, what are they going to be learning? What do you need to cover now? I mean, look, like, no one's allowed to leave the house, so in that sense, they're a little bit more safe, but everyone's right. using the internet, and, like, I know that a big part of sex ed now and teaching kids and teenagers is about how they use the internet. Yeah. And definitely Ooh. kids of that kind of, um, mind state and like in that age range, if parents were really protective of them on the internet before now you're just breaking down you're like, God damn, take the laptop and go away. Um, just because you're, <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have that break. Like it's, it's, it's really tough. Like teach these yeah. kids from home and stuff. So if you can get them to go in another room and just go mindlessly search, you're more willing to allow them to do that right now. <laughs> I think you were in the, in the past, like we were really controlling over it. And now it's like, God, just leave. <laughs> just please God <laughs> anywhere else. Well, I only um, have so one yeah, it, technology now too, which is crazy. Like, and like so good at it. Yeah. How many times have we talked about this in the past? If this was pre like iPads and computers and phones and like, you know, if this happened in like '97, like <laughs> what the Forget the Dino sex ed? It'd just, yeah, it'd be a disaster. Oh, there'd be a lot of murder suicides. <laughs> I I can't even imagine not having the entertainment to make it through this. I mean, I've watched so much. Um, <laughs> right. I've watched, a lot of, I've watched a lot of shit, and then I've watched some good stuff, uh, right. and then you know just. Spending that time on your phone. I haven't been checking my screen time settings because I'm afraid to look and see oh, how many hours yeah. I've been spending on the phone. 23 hours. I think you're correct. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can't imagine not having that. In that way, it feels really good to be someone who works in entertainment because there is a need for it. And if anything else, this, I think, has shown people that art isn't bullshit and artists need to be respected. Yep. Uh, the yeah. work is needed. This is work that needs to be paid for. It's, I, I think that it has legitimized entertainment even more so than before. And especially comedy. No one's going to say comedy is bullshit right now because everyone, that's all anyone wants to watch. Even yeah. Tiger King might have been a docuseries, but it's still comedy. We oh, watch it yeah. <laughs> what a fucking train wreck. Oh my god! Yeah, I was, was like, comedy. I was like, I'm never going to Oklahoma. No way. There's no reason to. <laughs> right. I keep forgetting that's in Oklahoma. I just associate the whole thing with Florida. Yo, me too. That's how I was yeah, like. Yo, I was shocked. Florida. I was We're shocked. Find out one day that was really in Florida. 
Yeah. Well, Carol Baskin's in oh, Florida. Florida. Yeah, she's but, in Florida. Baskin's in Florida. Florida just couldn't take the whole hit. They had to sub it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they had to sub it out. <laughs> Oklahoma. Damn, man. No wonder KD left. <laughs> Shit. I will say that a lot on your point, like entertainers and teachers, I think there's a whole new respect for now. It's just like, like what would we do without all this comedy and all these shows that we could watch that maybe we necessarily wouldn't have got to in the depths of Netflix and teachers should legitimately be paid, I don't know, $10 million because fuck <laughs> that shit. Um, so, yeah, We'd have to read sure. books, which is disgusting. That's gross. Who wants to do that? I should have to read a book all day. Aren't oh. you an editor of books? Yeah, I don't read the shit. It's not <laughs> don't you have to read it to edit it? You work for a fucking textbook company? Wait, no wait wonder America's falling behind. I'm really confused here. <laughs> Oh, bye, Dennis. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yo, I'm out. No books. Nobody told me it was going to be reading. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I didn't even think, Danny. I We have we got to get uh, Alex on here with you the next time because I, um, I always say that, and then I we just never do. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely next time. It, the in-person time would be really fun. Yeah, because yeah, I I'm very uh, I just, I I love we I, I check out I try to check out uh, all the stuff Big Vision whenever I can and I ever see anything or uh, and it's just uh, you know you have like a lot of awesome workshops and I see like I see all the stuff that you do and I'm like man this is great I would love to go to this but I am just I have zero talent to even offer to like <laughs> it's like hey if you're in uh, I'm like well that's not me. But it looks fun. You can't, you can't <laughs> adapt your book. And do yeah, like that's that. what I was going to say. We could make my <laughs> book a Big Vision Empty Wallet project. Oh, that's <laughs> let's true. Go, yeah. let's go. We could. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to talk about that? that. No, Lou's got no I mean, what? Lou has a book. He's a published author. It's I a know. Book. And it was yes. good. Yeah. I know. He, he was, can write uh, the screenplay. <laughs> yeah. You should. You should. Hey, this know. is the time. People are... People... Mm. Are going to? I mean, we're blowing through the Netflix catalog. Right. They need new projects. Everyone needs new content. Danny, yeah. you said you found some stuff that wasn't shit. What a uh, what have you What have you watched that you've liked? Oh, um, I That's well, journalism. I I've been going um, more recently, like the the mindless route, the things that yes. you don't really have to think about. So yes. I watched. Um, a British interior design competition show that was absolutely bonkers. It's like, I'm talking the ugliest design. Really? <laughs> the craziest looking rooms. And they would critique it and they'd be like, I know what she was going for. And I'm like, no, you don't. No one does. <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, dog, she's I, coming I like, after you. Your background. I like watching things to kind of make fun of them a little bit. Uh, I, I've been finding that to be really comforting. Like I know a lot of people have been watching kind of the more p actual pandemic related things. I'm not, Oof, why, I'm not why would anybody want to do that? Yeah. I've, I've not done that. Everyone's talking about what contagion and all these, yeah. I've stayed yeah, far away from that. all that stuff. 
No when parts. this first started, I blew through Outbreak, Contagion, just like at the very, like in March. Why? Why would you like, do that? Yeah. What, 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 I wouldn't watch that shit now. <laughs> Before when it was like, Trump was like, oh, the, the temperature is going to kill it. I'm like, all right, let me watch this shit. See. Do the work. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. I watched um, Jurassic Park that first week. because what? Similar themes. Yeah. So, yeah. Open they, this they, shit up. They, they opened that before it was ready. Yep. <laughs> yep. And yep. then they got See? by a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen. <laughs> Prophetic. <laughs> what is something that you saw that people were big on that you were like, no? Um, I don't know that there was anything that I disliked that I watched. I mean, I think I did get sick of Tiger King. By the end of it, I felt like it could have yeah. been like two episodes shorter. Yeah, they strung that out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, and seriously, then, though, um, wouldn't you? like? Oh, yeah. yeah it I was just so great. Like, <laughs> it, it's so... First of all, the one problem I had with that thing is is that all those baby tigers and not one fucking person thought, yo, I'm going to put on a white suit and do the lean like Michael Jackson on Thriller. No, but that would be the first <laughs> thing I did. I would have went there in a white suit. <laughs> Yo, I would have got a Jerry Curl wig and everything, like, and be like, "Yo, take my picture." Most people in Oklahoma have not heard Thriller. Not yeah. one person thought of that. No, they haven't heard Thriller, but that's bullshit. Something, um, something I watched that I really liked was Unorthodox on Netflix. It's um, oh, I, it's I saw, four I episodes. That, but... It's about this Hasidic Jewish girl who escapes and leaves and. Basically, they chase her to try to get her back. Right. And uh, I, I love watching stuff about religious groups and cults and Ugh. and groups of people that that are so insular, so you don't really know about them. Right. And it's not like this is a documentary, so I'm sure that there are things that aren't necessarily uh, completely true. But right. uh, it's based on a true story, and I I feel like I learned stuff about people who live right near me. So. I I really enjoyed it. It was I found it to be really fascinating. And I'm Jewish, but like I still don't know right. anything about that. Yeah, that I feel the same thing about Catholicism. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like like is it, well, we have like family get together and like you know like a wedding or something. People are, they gotta have communion and shit. Like I'm just sitting there, and my dad's like, "Yo, this is where you go up." I'm like, "Oh, really? I forgot." My bad. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sit this one out, pops. <laughs> like yeah i had a straight communion wafer taste like i always wanted to know i i never had one i don't fucking i don't do it like i just like yo what i'm not a big organized religion guy but like the craziest thing was like the last time i was in catholic church was when my grandma died this is about like eight years ago and the father uh father brogan shout out to him reverend new jersey he's an old family friend and he gave like uh, you know this whole service for my grandma, and talked about how my grandma you know went to confession and church every week and was like concerned about all of us and worried about all and every like yo I'm telling I was in the second row and I'm like yo this, why is this motherfucker looking at me man like he I thought like I was just being paranoid but all my cousins they were like yo Father Brogan was staring you down the whole time that he was talking about. Like, like how she was worried and like, like how everybody's like, you know, was sinning and shit like that. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, I would talk. <laughs> um, Thanks, Father Brogan. Catholic 
from Mexico. So, I mean, really, really Catholic. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. As much as you could be. Grow up to an all-girls Catholic school all the way through college. And so we were getting married. Like I had to go in and lie to the priest to get us even to be allowed to get married in Catholic oh, church. Like even I never did like, that, Jeff. You, Jesus, you're done. You're, uh, <laughs> you lied to a priest. What the fuck is the wrong with you? Like, he made her leave <laughs> to ask me the questions. And <sighs> when we got married in the church in Mexico, I swear to God, on this the um, not that it would matter because I'm <laughs> you lied to a priest already, like, uh, so it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> No, at the I do's, the power went out in the church. Mm, yep. Pitch black. Mm. I, if, yo, <laughs> if I was there, if I knew you at the time and I was there and I knew that you lied to the priest and that shit happened, I'd have left. I'm like, nope, this is no it. Choice, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Good I'm luck. Out. My wife, I'll so see you at the I'm reception. Get struck down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> yo. Yo, Catholicism is is messed up, man. Like, yo, you know what's really messed Every up? Every religion messed up. Yo, <laughs> not get it twisted. Born again Christians. Oh. I went to a born again Christian church one time, and I walked in there, and everybody was happy, and they were all singing and dancing, and like everybody was happy. I was like, yo, this is this is not. I'm Catholic. You are supposed to go to church and be miserable, and have a priest sit there and tell you that you're going to hell. This is not like. This is not church. Like everybody, they were singing songs and dancing. I was like, "Yo, if they start handing out Kool Aid, I'm not drinking." <laughs> Yo, I, see that's that's funny because I had the exact opposite experience. It's uh, like growing up in like, like like going to a black church. That's that's that we dance, we sing, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then I went to my friend's wedding at a um like Catholic church, and I was miserable, terrified. Yep. I was terrified of the service. I was like, yo, what is happening here? And I, I was like, I want to get out. Like, something's not wrong. Like, something's, something's wrong here. It was a God is not nice. That That's why. I was raised in a black Baptist church in Detroit, yeah. Michigan. And that was so much fun. And my wife will drag me on, like, Easter or, like, New Year's. I got to go. And I'm just like, you do this on purpose? Yeah. Like, <laughs> No way. Who's excited about this? Yo, you know what's even worse about the Catholic Church? One day I was complaining about going, and my dad's like, oh, you think this is bad? When I was a kid, they used to give the sermon, uh, the you know, the whatever it's called. I don't even know. They used to do it in Latin. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's just. I mean, like, the- gr- gr- growing up and going to temple and it was half in Hebrew and half in English is right. probably a similar experience, but I like, I grew up at like, I think with the fun brand of right. Judaism, <laughs> like we were much more Jerry Seinfeld, Larry David. Right. Than, cool. uh, than that show unorthodox. Unorthodox. Right. Yeah. But see like, yeah, you have different, <laughs> like, like different levels of like, yeah, you, you're Catholic. You're just that's it. Like you, you're a sinner, <laughs> and no you, happy you, Catholics out there. you no, no, <laughs> there's nothing to be happy no. about. You see this shirt I'm wearing? This is legit. Like every Italian mom does this because they're Catholic and they're they're forced to just dish out punishment. That's what it is. Catholicism. I mean, like I listen. This is probably bad, and like if my parents listen to this, they're gonna be upset that I'm saying this, but. Mom, dad, like, just so you know, this is not even cracking the top ten of the things why I'm not getting into heaven. But, like, yo, it's just, it's miserable. Like, it is just, like, it is, you are evil, you're a sinner, you have to go and tell this priest every fucking bad thing you did. Like, yo, literally, honestly, 
You're supposed to go and confess every time you even masturbate. Like, I do, if I did that, like, I wouldn't even have the time to do anything else. You know. Other than masturbate and tell my how, priest. You know how funny it would be if we found a person and just paid them to go visit the same church for confession every day and confess the same thing. Oh, my God. Yes. Cut yo. That. As soon, yo, as soon as we're all able to get together, Danny, can you help us produce this video for YouTube? I'll do it. I'll go in there every day. I don't care. You would be perfect. They, they, will, they will get so sick of you. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Or no, Oh, yeah. Or I'm a little old for them. You never know. But, uh, uh, you aged uh, out. Yeah, I aged out. <laughs> like Menudo. <laughs> I'll say something with that you see like on TV with um, the Jewish religion, the, the sitting Shiva oh, passed away. Actually looks kind of like a, not that somebody passed away, but kind of like a dope time with your family. Just have yeah. everybody hanging out. That's we, um, funerals in my family involve a lot of food. Yeah. And, right. and, and like for a week, yeah, for a week long afterwards. It's yeah. not, I think it's a pretty good tradition as far as you are, um, you're given that time to process your grief and everyone kind of comes around to help you through it. It would be really bad if you were such an introvert though that you didn't the people around. <laughs> Yo. At least like you got a grandmother that, cooking up some mad food or something. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, we do. I mean. Uh, I'm jealous of that. <laughs> we have like, Italians have like a big repass. Uh, Usually too, but like what you were saying, my my brother is a a real like socially awkward dude. He's very uh, not not the brother you you guys know, uh, but um, he's got like bad social anxiety. And when my grandma, my other grandmother passed, we were at my mom's and we uh, there was a big lunch and everybody was there and he was like, literally like standing in the corner like petrified. And I was like, Yo, why don't you just go up to your room? He's like, Mom won't let me. I'm like, You're 30 years old, dude. Just go to your fucking room. <laughs> but but Xanax he couldn't even like, okay for that situation. Yo, but he couldn't even really like he had like even just to go room to room where people like stand in the doorway and they're conversing and stuff and like just like to even like say excuse me, he would like be frozen with terror. Complete fucking opposite of me because I'm just a complete fucking ass in public and <laughs> like. I have that feeling when I have to leave a family gathering and say goodbye to everybody. Just like I'd rather just walk out. <laughs> I don't. I get so anxious about going around to everybody. And be like, bye. Yo, hey, good to see you. When I was not to shameless plug here, but when I wrote when I was writing my book, I, I used the term uh, uh, "give the old Irish goodbye," and the uh, the Grammarly software kicked it back. It was like, "Are you sure you want to use this? This may be considered a racist term." I was like, oh, man, damn, Lou, like, you got to get with the times. No, that's the term. I thought everyone. No, it's a term. It's an yeah. Irish exit, Irish goodbye. I don't I don't know another term for it. And a Jewish goodbye is when you start saying goodbye to everyone, but then you're still there three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's an actual thing that I've heard people say. Really? And that was so, oh, that was always the case. We were always trying to leave family gatherings and right. then my mom would find someone else to talk Told to, to. Like, it takes forever yeah well, it's hard now everyone's doing all this stuff like, over no. zoom you know right. you're doing all of this stuff over zoom now people are having zoom funerals and uh and and jews are having zoom shiva i guess 
is how they're how they're referring to it and like right. that is just it's just awkward but it, it definitely is going to lend itself to so much comedy you know they were doing those um supreme court hearings last week and someone's toilet flushed in the background <laughs> i like i can imagine a curb your enthusiasm episode with a oh. zoom funeral with like larry david flushing a toilet That'd or like doing so some stuff in the background that is just like wildly inappropriate but you're in your house it's really hard not to act like you're in your house when you're out of thing yeah yeah Dennis, didn't you have people taking pisses on your uh conference calls for work yeah we have our daily meeting at like 10 a.m and i i swear to god it was it, i think someone was just totally just taking a piss <laughs> and yeah, it was and it was it sucked because i wasn't sure because it wasn't like a steady stream it was like it was going to stop and then it was going it would stop and i'm like wait a yo minute, my man you might want to get a prostate check <laughs> Yo, did you help him out? You should have said something, Dennis. I don't know who it what kind was, of man. coworker are you? There were like there were like fifteen people at the call. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna start direct messaging everybody. I was like, look, <laughs> they gotta figure that out for themselves. <laughs> Damn. I think I just want to make an announcement. I, I'm so immature. I've been like someone's peeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'd have been like, yo, listen, I'm not a doctor or nothing. Yo, listen, unless you need an OBGYN, but. <laughs> Like, yo, you might, you might want to get, want that, to check. get that checked out. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get that checked out. <laughs> you got the hiccups or something? Like, back in school because it's going to reinforce social anxiety. Because <laughs> I've watched on my daughter's chats. If somebody says something stupid, they'll just, like, go off camera. They'll just shut the camera down and, like, leave the chat, like, with their teacher. And, like, that's not okay. Right. <laughs> like, those kids are going to think this is okay now. Just, like, walk out. Yeah, like like Yag, like he, like he just got up and fucking walked out before that was it. Now my daughter will be a dick about it. She'll be like, ask her teacher like ten minutes, and she'll be like, I kind of feel like going to do something else. It's okay if I leave, and I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't imagine where she gets that That's from. Funny. Shut up, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> that fruit's not falling far, I guess. <laughs> I right. saw. Um, I saw. I think on Instagram yesterday, someone posted uh, all these teachers have been posting the ridiculous things that they've caught their students doing during this time. And one teacher caught a student. He changed his name on Zoom to reconnecting dot, dot, dot to make it look like he was just having trouble connecting and just wasn't there. Yo, this is this is breeding a bunch of geniuses. I know. That's They're so thinking outside the box. The, this is amazing. There was one where the teacher <laughs> fell off and it made one of the students the leader and he just made fart noises <laughs> for like two minutes <laughs> until the teacher came back and took over the chat. <laughs> it was like in like third grade. Yo, that would be me. Like, that would be me in like a college class. There, and he's just like making fart noises. For the oh, time. God, that's so funny. No one could mute him. This is how immature I am. I'm so upset that I wasn't in that class. That that kid's <laughs> a genius. How do you how do you how do you get suspended from remote like school? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. gonna do send me to my Xbox. <laughs> Fuck out of here! I want to use this computer for porn anyway. <laughs> you have to show up to detention. Yeah. Like, what's the, the, the club 2020? Yeah, detention Zoom. <laughs> yeah, de- detention Zoom. <laughs> so weird. We've had three times in our company that 
somebody in higher upper management has done a shared screen and had um, stuff they didn't want on the shared screen that they've had to quickly click out of. Really? Uh, they awesome. accidentally hit it in the uh, in the chat. Right. <laughs> Those are perfect. Like Those are you're really talking to us about the future of our company and watching right. porn at the same time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Guess you're not concerned. So your company had someone, Jeffrey. <laughs> I wish I was an upper manager to do that. Thanks. That's the only thing. That, that's the only thing that got him upset about that. That he's not an upper management. Not that I thought it was him that did it. <laughs> nah, dude, I, use, I do my porn on the other laptop, buddy. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. You're high rolling with two laptops. Some of us can only afford one laptop, my man. All right. I'm gonna do. We've been doing. Uh, I have like. Well, we only did it one other time, but we're uh, just like some five funny questions that I want to ask you um, that we're just going to ask everybody. They're though well, they're kind of funny. I don't know. It depends on your sense of humor or whatever, but let's just see how you feel about them. Sure. First one is a legit question. All right. So um, who like you obviously worked with a bunch of people. Uh, Big Vision, Empty Wallet, and 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 uh, your movie and all the things that you're in. Who is um, one person that you found really, really uh, interesting to work with? This isn't funny. This question. Oh the my god, there are so many people that I've. I mean, I'm not going to choose someone who's well known. Yeah, like may, like um, maybe like. Uh, oh, Jeff's got to pee. Maybe um, <laughs> <laughs> we almost made it. um like yeah like maybe like maybe surprising i don't want to say like you were surprised they were interesting because that's kind of a dick thing but you know what i mean like maybe you were like okay i'll say through doing my comedy show adult sex ed yes i've met so many people and i've been uh, like I'm consistently surprised by their stories and what what funny shit they're willing to share and how right. deep it gets sometimes. And like there hasn't been anyone whose story I thought was predictable. And of course, I had a few that were my favorites, but more than anything, like I'm learning about them, but I've also learned about myself through it that I thought that my shit was so interesting, but I'm so boring compared to what all of these people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you, do you have do you have one that that's that sticks out, that really like? Let's, I'm not gonna say most interesting, but maybe like surprised you where you were like, wow, or like really struck a nerve with you or something that you can think of the, off the top of your head. The story that made me laugh the hardest was um, Gastor Almonte told a story. You might have even been at this show. He told a story about. Um, it was a story about condoms and how he wanted to get free condoms and he contacted the city to try to get free condoms and he told them that he ran a youth group for girls and they sent him like tens of thousands of condoms which made no sense and it's such a funny story wow told the risk uh live show and podcast you can go and listen to that story that story was, I think, the one that made me laugh the hardest. Like, I could have listened to him talk about that for hours. I thought it was so funny. Wow. And, like, before he told it on my show, people kept telling me, you got to have Condom Guy on your show. And I'm like, who the fuck is Condom Guy? And it's 
an amazing comedian, Gastor Amante. He's hilarious. Okay, that's uh you said we could we could hear the hear that? The Yeah, he, you could hear it on um he told it on Risk, which is a live show and a podcast. Right. So if you okay. if you look up his name in that show, you could find it. Okay. Uh question 2. As a uh you host Adult Sex Ed, you are very versed uh in the ways to educate people on sex, right? Sure. So <clears throat> Kinda. So, okay, so let's say tomorrow you uh, get put in charge of um, sex ed at a school, but the, the the main focus is abstinence. What is better to hand out to the ch- – I know, it, it's archaic, however. Um, it's uh, in, Let's say it's in Alabama that you're working. So uh, This is like deep down rooted in his Catholic upbringing, by the way. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, abstinence worked really well for me. I have five kids, and my first one was born. I was eighteen years old, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was trying to fuck. Um... <laughs> Yo, Jeff, Jeff, did you spit your drink out? <laughs> okay, so all right, so you're in charge of of uh, preaching abstinence. What would be better to hand out to students to promote abstinence? Give every student a pair of crocs or a pair of khaki shorts with a matching dockers belt for sure crocs Crocs? um but uh crocs with socks oh yeah crocs 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 with argyle socks yeah crocs with socks or (laughs) uh those shoes that um like make it look like you have bare feet but you're wearing shoes on (laughs) Oh. <laughs> Yo, what about just the well, socks that look like the Birkenstock the sandals? Oh, sure. Well, <laughs> let me ask you, what if the khaki shorts were cargo shorts? Does that change anything? It's like, I, it's hard for me at this point to picture either of these two things without picturing Mario Batali. Myself <laughs> 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 <I fell> out. <laughs> because yes. you are a combination of these two things. That's true. <laughs> But khaki cargo shorts and Crocs with socks. Um, but what's worse, and the ponytail. though? Don't forget the ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not sleeping Creepy with ponytail. Mom. Yo, but the ponytail. khaki shorts. Is it worse to have khaki cargo shorts or yes. khaki or khaki shorts that don't have the pocket on the side, but they're pleated? Oh, pleated, 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 Ooh. right? Pleated Ooh. because that's not even functional. At right. Least well, the shorts, what the fuck the are you putting in? Like a, I mean, hopefully nothing. Like heavy looking cargo shorts, or that's pretty, that's gross. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I'm picturing now, um, like a high school custodian ring, like key ring with like the 40 keys on it. Yeah, right party. next to the cell phone <laughs> with the yeah. clip that spins around. Like, I was until like 2015, and I'm feeling attacked. Yeah. <laughs> we're, creating our, we're creating our own serial killer here. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, now, yeah. camo, camo cargo shorts. That's like, uh, <laughs> yep. Guys, what the fuck, bro? What do you mean? Uh, those were dope. I, I would like to point out that this would be more successful than the abstinence education that I had in high school, where they just made us watch Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> you might turn gay. What do you mean? No, it was like if you have sex, you're gonna get AIDS. Yeah. The moral we, that was that was what they needed us to know. Um, but what did you say? Sorry, they showed the girls that. 
They showed, oh, it was high school, so we were all together. Yeah. We watched Philadelphia once, and then we still had time left in the semester, so they showed us showed us again. I we watched it twice. <laughs> it was Did like, you... no, it was like, you know, bang for the buck. You, you like, if you if you have sex, you give AIDS, and if you're like gay, you get AIDS. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, they, they cover both bases. <laughs> yeah, that's like you had to cover. That's why you had to watch it twice. <laughs> yeah. All um, the gay people I, in the back. Like this is more. This is more effective just like make everyone unfuckable (laughs) right exactly like there nobody is getting laid in crocs it's just not happening i mean i feel like you can still get laid in khaki shorts because somebody might be like oh this dude maybe has money are crocs comfortable i've literally never owned a pair i don't know i've I've heard heard good things i've never even tried on crocs yeah no maybe we're missing out maybe those things were lit Nah, man, no. They look like they could go in the water. No, no, no. It's no, no, no. Boston. Cut his mic. Land water. Yeah, cut his mic. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Yo, I swear to God, if I get a fucking text message in three days, like, yo, I just order to cry. Yo, they're, they're comfortable. I'm not fucking responding to you ever again. I see I'm the wheels turning already. <laughs> I see it. I, will say, I also will say about abstinence-only education is that it's way more common than just the states like Alabama. Oh, 100%. And, uh, yeah. and it's it's a lot of New York because New York is, is one of the states that does not require sex ed, and they don't require that sex ed is medically accurate, wow. um, which is something it's that crazy. I always talk this about on the show. Not just New York. I think they're, oh, my God, the number just changed while we were in quarantine because I think Washington State uh, made sex ed mandatory, which is right. uh, especially they were dealing with a lot of other things. Well, because it, they, uh, now it's going to fall on the parents. That's why they did it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Michigan, <laughs> Michigan had me so scared about the clap, and they never told us that you could just you know take a pill and yeah, <laughs> just get some penicillin. <laughs> they never told you about penicillin. They never, they never gave me that piece of information. <laughs> like, yeah, no, they, left out, they left out right. those parts. Right. Don't do that, but if, if, you'll be all right. So just, just walked around Michigan with a clap for three years. <laughs> no, I was scared to get it. See? Had I known, fucking hey. He didn't, didn't get cleared up till he got to Jersey. So you needed those, uh, what was those uh, on the adult sex at Instagram? Those World all War II posters I should have with had. Uh, the syphilis and the gonorrhea post, the World War II posters. Oh, the World War II posters. Yes. Yeah, it was, that um, shit goes away. They had to warn the... They well first they had posters that were warning the soldiers going away yeah. to World War Two. There were also posters during World War One. They were warning them not to sleep with the women in Europe because they might they might get the clap. <laughs> Those uh, are awesome. They're well, so really, funny. Was, and then I thought they were also, artwork. Yeah, they're they're pretty nice. And then yeah, I like were, the, uh, <laughs> it's like it's like vintage like World War Two. Yo, can we get they're one for Yogg's apartment? They're for sale. That's where I found them. There yeah. could really? have been some other reasons for that. Um, I don't want to dive into, but there was that whole rape and pillage part that was going on that was pretty fucking terrible. So maybe they were trying to stop that with fear. Um, yeah, well, in World War One, um, eighteen thousand soldiers came home with syphilis and gonorrhea, and so yeah. they didn't want that to happen again. More soldiers were discharged because of STIs than because they were shot 
in, in World War One. <laughs> That's such a crazy shit. And so they came a lot of the soldiers came home from World War One and they Burning. had to make posters after that warning women not to sleep with the soldiers. And right. so those posters said they all have it. And uh <laughs> those are what I usually show. She got a free reason to cheat. Imagine you're a wife in World War One. Your soldier husband comes back. It's like, what are you doing back? You're like, oh, <laughs> I got the, I got the clap. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get shot? <laughs> Do you lose a limb? Like, no. Yo, yeah, yo, you, no, you gotta go to your boy. Like, yo, cut my pinky off. Like, Here's the poster. <laughs> I had to. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Oh my god, yo! So they poster. they talk about like after World War Two the baby boom. They all talk about the the chlamydia boom after World War One. <laughs> yeah, the burn boom. <laughs> all right. World War Two, they handed out condoms, so that right. that helped. That was really nice yeah. of them. Lambskins. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, we're going uh, question three. Uh, on the same, yeah, that was that was that was great. Uh, so question three is um, also if you're you know you're a parent, you're in quarantine, and you're in charge of teaching your kid uh, sex ed, um, would having them stay up till after midnight and just putting Cinemax on for them would that be <laughs> acceptable form of sex education? It's only soft core. Um, I would go with no. Skinamax, no. Uh, and I would go with no because of the, the TV, the inequalities in the TV rating system. And, TV, <laughs> and I don't know if Skinamax movies are rated like movies or if they're controlled by the FCC like TV. But mm. either way, you are allowed to show male pleasure on TV and in movies, and you're not allowed to show female pleasure, and it's right. uh, it's very unequal. And I did. Wait, is that true? Is I that did... is that a thing, really? What? Yeah. So so for for movies, movies are rated by the Motion Picture Association of America, which is a an organization. Uh, right. Each movie is rated and reviewed by eight parents, just eight conservative parents <laughs> get together. No, they no, have no, no, no. Qualifications. This is true. Eight, they wait, there's like random eight people, or it's like the eight, same yeah, eight? It's eight parents. No, it's not the same people. It's just like, it's right. random. Yeah, I guess randomly assigned within the organization. And it's just like eight PTA parents kind of <laughs> get together and they decide if a movie is going to be rated, you know, PG 13, R, or right. that dreaded NC 17, which means that you can't show it in movie theaters. It obviously doesn't matter right now, but. Right. In general, it matters. And so they, they've they been known to rate things differently. There's not like a syllabus. I mean, not syllabus. There aren't criteria. There aren't things that are concrete. So, for example, it's... like a man and a woman kissing in a movie isn't going to make that movie rated R. But if you show a same-sex couple kissing in a movie, sometimes that movie will get an R rating, even though it there was nothing really lewd about it. It's just... Really? up to those parents. So I feel like when we watch TV and movies, we're seeing this really kind of edited version of sex. I mean, not just edited because it's a movie, but right. because it's so controlled by these or these conservative organizations of what you can show. And, um, I don't you, know. 
I got like really Danny fucked up Danny. lessons from sex and movies and TV. That's cool. Did your basic instinct get like an NC-17 because of that yeah. scene? Yeah, I was NC-17. Just yeah. for that yeah. scene, which is ridiculous. No, what are you talking about? That movie was that that movie was like that was movie should have been NC-17. <laughs> oh, come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Yes. I, but um, the, a movie that um, a movie that ignited a big fight about it was Blue Valentine. Because um, Ryan Gosling goes down on her, and they wanted to give it an NC-17 rating. But like, you could show blow ten blowjobs in Wolf of Wall Street, and that would be mm, fine. Right. Um, not that those movies came out at the same time, but you know right. But I mean. still, like, I I never knew that. Danny, That's are crazy. you shocked that three of the four guys on this pod didn't realize that? <laughs> no, I like. I don't think that this is something that people think about or most the of the time. Yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. I know. Yeah, I know, Jeff. You know, you know everything. No, the first one that I remember seeing. Don't you have to piss? Like they were showing the the girl's pleasure was from Departed when Leo goes down on her and the um that scene in the apartment with uh, comfortably numb playing. And I was like, that's weird. That's not usually shown it's that really way. really hot scene. Yeah, that's an amazing scene. What I, a I great play on that. <laughs> that pretty shit. much any scene with Leonardo DiCaprio in it is a hot scene. Like, even I can admit no, that. This scene's incredible. It's explained perfectly. Guy's a handsome yeah. guy. <laughs> and she was perfect. Jeff's talking about the music playing perfectly. Yeah. yeah. It's sure, amazing. Yeah. It is. And I like Wasn't the, uh, the music perfect. It was perfect. The, and the scene before it is so <laughs> awkward. Right. In a in a really realistic way. Yeah. And he grabs that I think picture they're talking about, that. I think that he says something away. like, "Yeah, oh yeah." yeah. All of a sudden, uh, yo, Jeff is Roger Ebert. All of a sudden, <laughs> the music was a got, tastefully done. He got into the feelings, <laughs> and then they played that slow version of "Comfortably yeah. Numb." That shit was dope. I thought you guys only remember the part where she asked if a married man's allowed to have friends or not. I thought that was the scene that you. Oh! <laughs> wow, I Yag. I don't know who you're including in that. Yo, Yag. So, Yag, yeah, holy shit. Out, Yo, his internet didn't work the whole time. I thought she asked a great question. Yo, should it, yo, shouldn't you be freezing right about now, y'all? Your internet, bud. <laughs> reboot that shit. Yo, his internet didn't work the whole time movie, until he was about to talk movie, shit about Jeff. <laughs> Damn. Hey, Lou. Next question. Good job, bud. Yeah, You're doing a great that, job. No, that was good. That was yeah. We're doing a great job, Danny. This is actually all you. You're the entire show. You really should be doing this show every week. Um. All right. Oh, this is this is one of my favorites. <laughs> who is a worse person? A person who willingly spends real money on music created and performed by Corey Feldman, or a person who willingly uses their right to vote to give Kid Rock a Senate seat? I you cut out for a second. Say that oh. one more time. Sorry. Okay. Who is the I worst? The first half. Okay, who is the worst person? I'll just read the whole thing again. A, who is the worst okay. person? A person who willingly spends real money on music created and performed by Corey Feldman, or a person who willingly uses their right to vote to vote for Kid Rock in for a Senate seat. The Kid Rock voter is the worst person. Worst I mean, person? I wouldn't listen to Corey Feldman. Have you heard music, Corey Feldman's music? But if I and he had thinks to he could dance like Michael Jackson to that for a long period of time in order to get 
Trump voted out of office, I would listen to it. Wait, what about the people that voted for Joe Exotic for Oklahoma governor? The guy got like 30% right. or some shit. I kind of forgot about that part of the storyline. That's yeah. part of the best part of the show. Yo, but he was... that, is, that is literally, the I think, the best part of the show. He didn't like Trump. No, he was... Because, like, he was like, he was, like, all depressed that he lost. And I'm like, dude, you got, like, 30%. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. You should be jumping up and down. That's a life achievement, brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus, you and, guys remember, I told you guys a story. Kid Rock smells bad. <laughs> Been around him. <laughs> I mean, not good. He looks like he does. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's really bad. Like, has any have any of you guys listened to can, to Corey Feldman's music? No. Have you listened you, listen to, to Corey Rock? Feldman's music? No. It's bad enough that it, it could possibly get me to vote for Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid I mean, Rock does have better music than Corey Feldman, which is not saying not much. <laughs> I'm not listening to Corey Feldman, so I'm never gonna know. <laughs> and he thinks he can dance like Michael Jackson. I'm sending <laughs> yo. I'm. I'm. He also maybe got touched inappropriately by child Charlie Sheen. Oh, allegedly, God, Jeff, you're always a fucking so downer, my man. Like him Jesus down Christ. The line. Yo, can we child just have fun? Like, with never the come out of it well. Jeez. Not Michael Jackson. <laughs> All right, yo, listen. I'm. Se- I'm sending every single one of you guys well. a video. That? I'm sending every one of you guys a Corey Feldman video, and I want you to watch it, and then I want your answer because. It's not fun to make fun of people that had childhood traumas. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Next question. Thank you very much, Jeff, Like for ruining my fun. Okay. Uh, bad take, Jeff. Keep yeah, going, bad buddy. take, What's Jeff. Next question? Yeah. Yeah. What's your next question I can fuck up? Yeah. My next question <laughs> is, uh, Danny, will you be the new co-host of the show so I don't have to fucking deal with this fool? No, I'm just joking. Um <laughs> All right, if you could bring back one TV character played by Scott Bayo, why the hell would you do that? <laughs> you would never do that. <laughs> Can I answer? Yeah. Scott Go Bayo ahead, blocks like all my friends on Twitter. I I feel like that's the mark of a good person. I'm blocked by Scott Bayo on Twitter. I know you are, and I feel It's my like claim it, to fame. It's it my greatest the achievement. Mark of a good person. Oh, thank you for saying that. It's my it's my <laughs> This is how pathetic my life is. It's like my crowning achievement. <laughs> Can you imagine him as Vinny Chase and Entourage? Oh, shit. That would be so good. Was he supposed to be or something? I'd watch that. <laughs> what? Was he supposed to be or something? Or no, just... I just, you told me who I'd replace him with. I think that would be fucking hilarious. That would be so, so funny. Scott Bale had a show. talking about him like he's so great. Entourage is a show that didn't really age very well, I think. No, just yeah. Ari Gold. He's sorry. I, you know what? I think it's interesting because it, as a show, it's definitely a satire of yeah. Hollywood. So if you it's watch worse. it that way, then it ages just fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's pointing out that the people really do behave that way. But if I think there were a lot of young guys who watched entourage and wanted to emulate that behavior <laughs> yeah i didn't think that show was that great honestly i never thought i never really guys, got into it but you guys it have was it was to come out of that no. with a successful career yeah why not yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it, I, I love that, that show jared farrell was dope on that i was just wondering well, is it entourage just like supposed to be like mark Wahlberg's mark Wahlberg's life or something like that yeah Yep. Yeah, right, say hello to your mother but, for but me. But the guy 
Vinny Chase was like the star, right? And like, that's it. He was nondescript on the show. He was like the fourth best character on that show. Yeah. Well, think of Scott Bayo and. Well, first of all, Scott Bale was fifty when that came out. <laughs> no, Scott Bale would have had to been the um, the brother. He would have been oh, like the, the, the washed, up, the washed up, the washed up actor brother. Like that's how Scott Bale would have had to fit in. There. But that would have been too on the nose. We got to give him the chase. <laughs> he he wouldn't even had to act. It would have been awful. He wouldn't even yeah, had to act. It's like when they cast uh, Clint Eastwood and El- and Gran Torino. Just be an old racist what? guy. Like just uh, oh, all right. Uh. Yeah, but you know what? Scott Bale never even got a cameo on that show, but Ralph Macchio did, so that's impressive. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Are you coming after the Karate Kid, bro? No, I'm saying that's he was better. Like, yeah, Ralph Macchio, I mean, that's Ralph Macchio, Scott Bale, easy. Yeah. Don't you after Macchio, buddy? I thought the yeah. really the um the really cool part of of the whole um that show was uh, what's his name? Oh, Good take. Man. I'm sorry, I'm messing it up. <laughs> the the guy that, that that got caught up in the Me Too thing. Point. Oh, Jeremy Piven. No, 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 in real life. um, Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein, and they had that like um, they had like a Harvey Weinstein character in that show. Um, His name was Harvey, but it was Harvey something else, I think. It was Harvey some other Jewish last name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Harvey Weinberg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that might have been it. Yo, could you imagine uh, if that's really what it was? I was—I literally just I, guessed it that. Been, it might have been. I, it was like ahead of its time in pointing that out about. Yeah, it, exactly. It yeah. was. It was. They were really. They showed like how he was such a dick in that show, and uh, I, I thought that looking looking back at that, I thought that was really, really, really funny. Maybe I need to rewatch. Funny. <laughs> yeah, shit. Sure. What? Funny. Well, funny in retrospect. <laughs> now, funny. like in hindsight. <laughs> More like ironic, <laughs> funny, right? Like, yeah, Jeff, stop, stop, Jeff. Yeah, yo, Jeff is on. Yo, Jeff, you, you gotta go. <laughs> that was an easy target for Jeff. He just went in. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, like, just, he like, just saw the move. He's like, let's just. I'm the moral compass of this podcast. All right, <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, all right, Danny. So what? Uh, what are you gonna be doing the rest of the time in quarantine? And what do you hope to get done? And where if uh, adult sex ed is coming back, people can see you. Um... I um well, we're definitely I'm definitely going to make sketches and some other things that people can watch. I think I'm I think I'll end up doing a live show also, um, mostly because I miss it. <laughs> right. I don't know that it's going to be so useful to other people. I don't know that people will. Um, I, I think something about the the live in person show that uh, you know is, is I've been able to create this really cool experience that people get to come and enjoy and trying to figure out how that translates to the internet is right. is interesting. But in the meantime, I've been developing the pitch for an adult sex ed TV show, and right. um, nice. you know National Lampoon came on board to partner with me on the show. Uh, in uh february i think that was what what is time and uh so we we worked together (laughs) on the last two live shows so now we're we're kind of figuring out together what mean what it means for the show um in the future and then in the meantime i'm just writing more stuff and you know this isn't going to be forever so i you know we will be able to go out, out there and make movies if we if we survive <laughs> and uh 
you know, I, I think that what has changed for me is in thinking about what I want to do next, I really want it to matter. And I think that I already felt that way. And the way that I've always approached comedy is using it as a way to explore kind of deeper themes and maybe things that people don't talk about all the time. So I'm just looking for new ways to do that. Um, But I guess if people just follow me on the socials, they'll find out what I'm doing next when I'm I'm ready to announce it. Where can everybody find you on your socials? On uh, Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Danny F. Leonard. Leonard is very Flannard. funny. If you put Flannard. Together. <laughs> I, I I did that before when I was out uh, searching you on Skype. I was like, oh, Flannard. You know what's funny about that? My name's Jeff Fenner, and I get five people a week that call me Jennifer in every email. Put it oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. But it, like, they'll be like, literally see my name and be like, Jennifer, that's a really great point. Let's talk about that more. Like, yeah, read, bro. <laughs> Jeff Fetter. That's totally when you don't read the fucking email. You just skim right through it. You're just like, oh, yeah, you don't even know what you said. The embarrassing part is with like higher ups, how many times I just lean into it. I'm just like, all right, good point. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. <laughs> all right so instagram i'm sorry instagram twitter danny f leonard yeah, instagram and twitter danny f leonard and uh yeah and i'm i'm sure that i'll be announcing something soon for adult sex ed of of whatever is coming up next right and they can follow big vision empty wallet on instagram as well right yeah you could um i what are we on instagram yeah we're big vision empty wallet on instagram uh, and BV underscore EW on Twitter. And um, we we were supposed to have a big uh, event um, for Big Vision, like an, uh, an incubator for films that right. we are now doing virtually. So we're about to make an announcement about that too. Awesome. I will awesome. say, if you do want to put together a party after this is all over, um, got a nice rooftop space for you that you could uh, utilize for free. Just let me know. Ooh, that's nice. Fresh air. You got to right. come to Jersey City, but uh, right. we'll definitely. Uh, and we have to be on the red carpet. Donate to that. Sure. I mean, yeah, we would love to do our, yeah, our let us know. anniversary, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I have to watch a movie that actually Danny promoted on her Instagram that her friends made. Uh, it, Almost Love, is that what it's called? With the romantic comedy? Um, yeah. I, love, I love movies like that, actually. Those are like my favorite type. So I saw that and I was like meaning to watch it. So I have to check that. Uh, oh, that's such a good, it's such a cute movie. Um, They're laughing yeah. at me, but I'm dead serious. I'm, I'm not laughing. I, I I'm 100% laughing at you. Single yog making a play out there for any single ladies that are listening to this. Nope. I know what you're doing. I, I'm a big fan of shows <laughs> or movies that have like a big group of friends, like seven, eight of them. And they all like inter, either interdate or like have hook, like just wild shit. I don't know. I'm into Lou. those kind of movies. So. Shoot those shots, man. Lou. Shoot those shots. Lou, he, <laughs> won't get on the, he won't get on the dating sites. He's got to take his shots where he can, no. bro. Yeah, that movie true. has a good mix, too. It looks like four girls, four guys, something like that. So that's my perfect ratio of like of like those that's kind of movies. So. It is. Yeah, there are, straight, there are straight couples, gay couples. It's like a, a film that can appeal to a lot of people. Awesome. And I wasn't involved in it, but a bunch of my friends worked on it. Uh, it was produced by Mandy Ward, who's producing my film, Rush Island. Um, and uh, it was directed, oh, she's funny. directed I by met her. Um, Mike Doyle. Oh, you met Mandy? Yeah, at your at your show. 
That makes sense. I think she's been to every show. She's yeah, a very she's, supportive friend. <laughs> she is super funny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's really funny. I'm watching that on Amazon Prime, damn it. We need to get her on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Yeah, good job. Nice job. Way to, way to chime in at the last minute there. Good job, buddy. Promoting a movie that that I want to say it's perfect. Yeah, I yo actually I'll check that I'll, I'll check that out. I I watched <laughs> I checked out. Fun. We'll all watch it. I will. I mean, like yo, what else are we gonna do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Another one. I, mean, yeah, I did. I I watched that uh the uh Les Bomb. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's that a was fun. pretty funny too. It's a good quarantine movie. Yeah. Involves family family dynamics. Yep. Yep. So. All right. Uh. So you know you're, you know we're gonna ask you to come on again. I I would love to in studio uh, soon. Yeah, uh, she'd also be fun to have at the same time as Kate Downey. Oh, Kate came oh. on the show. She was awesome. Oh, She's the that's best. so great. That would be oh, a really good mix. So that would be. Fun. She's supposed to come on the show fun. again too. She was um, amazing in studio. She chilled after and hung out. She was uh, she was great. There, Kate Downey, one of the owners of Caveat. Which is I I always want to support. Love that place. My, my home venue. I love that place. Great. Yeah. I do. It's a great place. To, it's a great place have to you, watch. Have you show. had Ben on the show? Ben I Lilly, he the other I I other in, I invited both of them. He couldn't make it. Only Kate could make it. I actually uh, after the holidays when uh, she she tweeted something out about they were struggling or whatever. I reached out and I was just like, hey. Um, you know, I've been to your venue a few times. I, I really love it. I like. To, I mean, I don't. We don't have the hugest audience, but we have. A, we do have a very loyal audience. And actually, so, uh, some people did reach out to me that listened to the show, and they they went and saw some shows there. I think. Uh, oh, that makes me happy. Somebody saw. Yeah, unfortunately, right before this happened, I was working with Kate on putting together a show with uh, the residents at some of the buildings I had, and we had this whole thing set up, and then we got ha, uh, COVID. Um, but after this opens back up, we had kind of a marketing game plan and we were trying to get a lot of the people in Jersey city to make their way over to the, to the shows. So, um, that's not gone. It's just put on hold, but we're, we're working on it. Well, shout out to caveat. I, I hope that they are able to pull through this. I think it's really hard for any, any of the venues in New York city, not just the smaller and newer ones like caveat, right. but it's, you know, their, their business basically disappeared but they've been doing great live streams my and, daughter uh, was devastated today the frozen show on broadway got shut down for good i know i saw that <laughs> completely cut it up. devastation <laughs> my little guy lewis <laughs> you're working on the swing bud <laughs> gotta, gotta keep yeah. that bat moving in team buddy <laughs> he was outside i don't know what he was doing and he just came in he's all like he's looking at me Oh, an intense, an intense game of tag outside? All right. Sounds good, buddy. Nice. All right. Good job, sounds buddy. Like, sounds fun and a great way to spread COVID. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's just like with his sister. Good luck. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, got to be honest. Like, I wasn't really paying much attention to him. So we're, we're going to set that up in New York City charity tag tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah, hey, Danny, maybe we could do a show about parenting because I could probably use that one. 
I don't know shit about parenting. I don't have kids, so it's not. Well, not apparently neither do I. And three out of my five kids are grown now, so whatever. <laughs> well, this one is hugging me, so I guess I'm doing something right. All right, so you know we're going to ask you to come on again, hopefully um, soon and next time in studio. Um, thank you. You uh, you know we love you and you're our favorite. Stay healthy, everybody. You too. You too. All right, everybody. Once again, uh, follow Danny everywhere where we said, and um, if she does a show over the internet, we will make sure that we get it out there for you and tell our fans to watch. And once again, everybody, stay safe and thanks for rocking with us. Peace.